Hello and welcome to Brand Tuned, Successful Brand, Successful Business, the show for entrepreneurs and brand creators where we discuss personal and business branding to give you ideas and inspiration for your own brand. I'm Shireen Smith, lawyer, entrepreneur, author, and advocate for developing purpose-based brands to change the world. So Stephen Willard is from Emblaze and helps corporates to engage and motivate their workforce, but not in the ways you might expect. He described his offering as a career enlivenment experience, which really piqued my interest on LinkedIn. So that's why I asked you to come along, Stephen, to let us know a bit more about what career enlivenment is. So hello, Stephen. Thank you very much for agreeing to come on this podcast. I'm delighted to welcome you today. Good to speak to you. Thank you very much for inviting me. Okay, great. Well, Thank you very much for your time on this. So career enlivenment. Well, let's let's just let's just go back in time a little bit. Um, I, I started my career in um, in an advertising agency, and from there I moved into employee engagement. So we're talking about 15, 15 years ago now, and um, I've spent almost half of my career working with organizations, helping them to engage their employees on matters like engaging with their um, employee benefits, their pensions, and typical HR communications. I then moved into branding and corporate branding, mm-hmm. where I'd help um, mainly B2B clients such as um, financial services, legal firms, rebrand or launch new divisions of the business or new products and that's where I kind of had this really interesting experience of working with businesses on the commercial side and also getting an insight into the cultural side so it was and I was quite interested by how the two parts of the business behaved one was one was external facing this is how we are this is how we want our customers to perceive us and then internally facing but this is how we'll, we'll work with our employees yeah and by by working it in those two areas of engagement it just struck me just how there was a um a, a a a problem that i kind of felt we needed to address so that's so after spending quite a quite a bit of time in that space researching that gap and how it could be improved we noticed um that a lot of these corporations mm-hmm we're having issues with culture slump and employees finding themselves in what we now refer to as a corporate cul-de-sac so employees move into a business they a bit like a well let's 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 imagine a cul-de-sac you kind of drive drive down the road you come to the end and then you take a, yeah. a th- you make a three-point turn and then you come back out again and then into the next cul-de-sac so why aren't these employees progressing? What's happening there? And that's how the idea of career enlivenment came around. And um, yeah, and, and so the idea of Emblaze was born. So are you still involved in helping people with branding as well? Or is this now the main business? Yes, we do. 
branding is still um, a sacred part of the business. Um, but what we do, we, we do things slightly differently. Again, going back to my, my, my perspective on branding through years and years of working on branding exercises, um, I, I, I've always noticed how we would be instructed by the, uh, the CMO or um, the chief executive to, to carry out a marketing, uh, a rebranding exercise. And the emphasis would always be on we're, we're looking to um, reposition or update or upgrade our external perspective. Can you help us do that? And once that's done, okay, now we need to tell the staff about what's happening and how it affects them. And uh, that's something that's always struck me as being a bit topsy-turvy. So what we do is we, we start with the employees and yeah. a quote from Richard Branson, which probably hasn't dated very well, but um, the idea still stands, is that you should, you should look after your customer, uh, your employees first, because your employees will look after your, your customers. So that's the approach that we take, and we we build highly democrat, um, democratic um, mm -hmm. uh, brands um, that the employees feel a part of and invested in delivering. Right. So you interview the employees to find out what they know about customers and what the customer wants is that how it works yeah that's right we it's it's interviews it's whatsapp groups it's social media it's it's testing it's checking it's asking opinions we then employ um who we call influ workers and influ workers uh -huh. are those who um, then, then not necessarily the senior members of the organisation. There's nothing to say an influ worker couldn't be working in a junior admin role, but these are individuals who have who are able to develop strong relationships over digital mm -hmm. channels, who are who are well liked and trusted, and who can communicate a message from the business. So um, as opposed to in the old days, the, the messages will come from the top and gradually be diluted down. And we do things like we give managers toolkits and all the rest of it. We now look at all, all over the organization and, and who are the best communicators to, to uh, spread the word. Okay, so it's the very opposite of a top-down approach to training and developing the brand. It is, and that's that's what the the millennial audience, who are who are going to be those who who, who will drive business for the next ten twenty years. That's what they're saying. They they believe in in uh, democracy and um, and um, working together. So that 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 model is working very well for us. So you start there, and then. Mm -hmm work with the what marketing department is it yeah we're often briefed in from the marketing department we'll take a short break at this point as i'd like to mention the brand tuned series of webinars which support founders to think through their brand taking ip into account at the right time which is before you make firm decisions about what to create. Just visit brandtune.com and the webinars are referenced right there on the homepage. Okay, back to the podcast now. 
And do you also help businesses to develop new products and product names and the like? Yes, yes, we do. Yes, um, lots of lots of tech products, as you can imagine, in the last fifteen oh. years. Um, particularly in financial services, insurance, um, tech firms, uh, asset managers, private banking. Um, we've worked okay. on various apps and all the rest of it. So naming does come into it, yeah. Well, right. So do you do the naming or does the company do it and get your blessing with things? How does it work? Well, I, usually it's it's... It, it's handed over to us for two reasons. We're either, we're either outright asked to, to come up with some suggestions or the, the concepts we're provided with perhaps um, just require a, a professional eye. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I'm being a bit polite there. Sometimes, sometimes we can get the you know two or three words fused together and, and and all the rest of it so so yeah we tend to do some some market testing um we check the uh, trademark database um domain names uh, and things like that so you do all that yourselves rather than involving the their lawyers we we will so so typically we'll, we'll go away we'll we'll generate um, several ideas which and we'll write a report on each each idea to say what checks we've carried out we present it to the client and then with our recommendation which is often to refer to compliance or to engage with um, um, an IP lawyer um, like yourself. Um, to um yeah to, to carry out deeper checks and are the names usually okay usable or do they get rejected we we haven't had an issue we've trademarked a number of of names over the years and and we're we've, we've had a few challenges um mm-hmm. which which have, have served as, as good education but we we yet to receive a rejection so do you present a number of uh, names or just one it's, I mean, yeah, a, a good a good ideas are few and far between. I mean, I, I can think of, even our own name, but I can think of some mm-hmm. client projects where coming up with the name has taken many, many months. So mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're fortunate enough to come up with the name, mm-hmm. um, let alone several. Several is good, and that might be a starting point, but it's, it's nailing that final name, which is, which is precious. Yeah, I find actually the trademark registers are so cluttered with names that it can be very difficult to find available names. So Mm. I'm just amazed that some agencies insist on also having the .com Mm. when, you know, it's so easy to find some other solution. And then later, maybe 10 years later, you might get the .com. But do you really need it straight away? What's your view? This yeah, this comes up from time to time. I don't know if there is a definitive answer on it. There are lots of you can speak to one person and they'll be adamant that you need the dot com, whereas others are less so. My my view is having seen so many millions of names over the years, I yeah, I'd, I'd lower your expectations and not worry so much about the dot com, um, and. Um, yeah, but the trademark checks are absolutely essential. 
Yeah, I, I acted for Headspace when they first started. So okay. they chose the name Get Some Headspace mm -hmm. rather than Headspace. And now they've got the .com domain. And a lot of businesses actually find some motivational um, sentence which actually can work really well as a domain name. Yeah. And yeah, so I, I would suggest to most agencies not to get hung up on the .com name because it mm -hmm. limits you so much in choosing names, it, good names. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, just thinking about B&Q, their website domain name is DIY.com. Uh -huh. So that's, yeah. that's quite a good example. You can actually be more creative with domain names. Yeah, I'm, I bet it's difficult to get a domain with three letters nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> Almost impossible. Yeah. Yeah, well, I actually find there's such a separation between branding and IP, which I've often found um, odd because there's a lot of value that a perspective on trademarks can add. Mm. I mean, you obviously know what you're doing, but I have come across a lot of agencies who choose really utterly banal descriptive names that can't be trademarked and it means the client ends up with not such a good outstanding brand right um, so i've often wondered why are lawyers not involved more in this and i think somebody said maybe lawyers are too negative or something i don't know what's your view um, <laughs> okay well I'll, I'll come back to the, to the, the, the second point i, I Branding agencies are made up of creative people and creative mm. people studied graphic design and before they studied graphic design, they studied art and before they studied art, they were drawing mm -hmm. and not at any point through that linear career path would they have been introduced to, to any kind of legal mm. um, subject matter. Yeah. So it's just simply um, not something they're exposed to. And also perhaps the mindset of a creative, although it's a slightly cliche, isn't really suited to the, the skills and aptitudes required for, 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 um, the, for the legal profession. So I just say that they, they, they're just two paths that never cross. Mm. Um, also branding and creativity is much more accessible nowadays. Um, you don't have to go to university and study it hard. So perhaps there isn't really that thorough understanding of the hoops you need to jump through in order to build a, a credible brand. I, I created a video actually a couple of years ago, and it was, it, I think it was titled I Love Lawyers. And, um, because a lot of the clients we work with um, are in well-regulated industries, and mm -hmm. I, I come across compliance teams on a constant basis um and often they're quite their their review comes quite late in the day and i i have i have a very positive experience working with compliance and it gives me greater confidence that the work mm. created has been ratified and given that stamp of approval so i guess i'd say to to your agency listeners out there just mm. i'd encourage you to 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 engage with um uh, legals and compliance teams when composing your branding and 
I really wouldn't fear them. It, it just makes your work stronger. Yeah, and I think the sooner the better because often if you've created a brand already and then the client finds out that actually it's a no-go area, mm. then that's a whole load of work that's been unnecessarily done. Well, who do you think has a really fantastic brand out there now? I mean, apart from Apple, unless you were going to mention Apple, but whose brand do you really admire? Yeah, sure. There, I mean, there are several. I, I really... Uh, uh, I'm really into some of the stuff that uh, the Remarkable brand are doing. So they're the um, the ink-based tablet. I don't know if you're familiar with that. No, no, yeah. I'm not. I should be interested to look them up. You'll probably be purchasing one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Remarkable, the Brewdog, I love the edge, um, uh-huh. and they really tie in with my belief with regards to uh, empowering your employees, charging your employees, rousing their emotions. I love what BrewDog are doing. Um, mm-hmm. The GOAT agency as well. Mm-hmm. They're, they're excellent at showing the inner workings of the organisation. And, yeah, on the corporate side, a company very close to my heart is now Pensions. They're, uh-huh. they're a pensions firm, right? But yeah. they're a pensions firm with heart and with soul. And they are doing some uh, simply incredible work when it comes to diversity and equality and inclusion. And so, yeah, I suggest you look those guys up. Oh, that's really interesting. Thank you very much indeed, Stephen, for this interview. And I'll say goodbye now. Thank you very much. Good speaking. Thank you. you for listening to this episode of Brand Tuned, where we aim to answer the question, what does it take to create a successful business and brand? I'd love it if you would take a moment to give me a review. If you have any questions, send me a message. You can find me on LinkedIn or most other social media platforms or on my personal website at shereensmith.com.